listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo back talking The Punisher season two on Netflix. Uh, Aurora, a strong start for The Punisher coming out of the gates in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Do they follow up well in Let's episodes see. three and four? Let's talk about it, shall we? Uh, episode three is called Trouble the Water, and uh, we were wondering who that guy was. Uh, that they mysteriously showed over and over again a couple times in the first ep- uh, couple episodes. I believe he is our big bad guy for the season, and we are introduced to him via flashbacks at the beginning of this episode. We found out his name is John Pilgrim, which sounds like a John Wayne <laughs> character in an old Western movie. It's so It sounds so fitting. <laughs> yeah. He, John is a pious man, very religious, mm-hmm. uh, but also... In uh, a bit of a wrinkle, we find out he is a former white supremacist uh, via the tattoos all over his body. Uh, all right, so that's what that meant. Yeah, okay. yeah, like the iron. Cross I was going to ask because yeah. I had no idea what those tattoos meant. Yeah, uh, uh, he also has two sons and a sick wife who regularly attend church in his rural community. Uh, the wealthy couple financing the health care for his wife, Anderson and Eliza Schultz. Tell him that they need him for a mission. Interesting. In the present, uh, Sheriff Roy Hardin finds out that Rachel is just one of many aliases used by uh, the girl who is not yet in prison. Uh, they're still questioning her. Meanwhile, Pilgrim brings with him a small army to the Larkville County Sheriff Station, and they start firing on the building from the surrounding woods. But... Uh, Frank manages to get free of his restraints, uh, thanks to Rachel's help, I believe, and uh, also kind of earns the trust of the other police officers, more or less by going out and killing pretty much everybody except for John Pilgrim. Uh, uh, However, Pilgrim gets, uh, I can't remember her name from the last episode, but uh, the the assassin girl who was working Mm -hmm. for John Pilgrim, uh, they managed to get her back, uh, but he is unhappy about her performance and kills her. Uh, But in the midst of all this killing and dying, Pilgrim manages to sneak up behind Frank. But just as he gets Castle in his sights, uh, Agent Madani shows up in a helicopter. (laughs) Great timing. And he's like, Frank, Billy Russo has escaped from the hospital. Uh, So Frank 
uh, takes Rachel with her uh, for protection, and all three leave for New York. Uh, so what did you think of Trouble the Water? I kept thinking, I kept watching this episode, and I, throughout the episode, I was like, why does this look so familiar to me? Mm-hmm. And then I thought about, you remember that Supernatural episode where they are, like, holed up in the police station? I do remember. Yeah. It it was just like that. That's probably the same place they <laughs> shot it, too, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Something like this, exactly like this happened mm-hmm. in Supernatural. <laughs> and the lights go off and they're holed up and people get hurt and they have to bring them back in. And <laughs> Except in that show, it was probably, like, ghosts or werewolves or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like demons or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Lilith. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, wrong show. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I, I'm i still, you know, confused. Yeah, I'm not really uh, sure what's happening here. Yeah, and they didn't get that guy, right? The preacher? No, he appeared to escape. So, like, the helicopter comes in with Danny, and she's mm-hmm. like, you know, stay there, Homeland Security. Yeah, don't and I move. Thought, well, he, I was like, well, they got him. And, like, Punisher is right there with him. Yep. And then they cut back to the police station. They're all talking together. I'm like, where's the preacher? Nope. They, <laughs> they got away, apparently. Very swift. <laughs> but that felt disconnected in a way because yeah. I was, I don't know. It, it, they just brush it off like, well, he got away. Uh, I don't even the, know if he's nobody a preacher, either, it, but uh, now that I think I, about it, yeah, I don't know. He kind of just seems like a follower or a. Patron. But he had like the the white collar thing. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. He's I mean, weird. I guess anybody can wear it, yeah. but it seems weird to wear it to a church. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> I agree. A lot of this is kind of weird, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, the the whole, you know, Frank going to the woods and taking care of everybody, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love how he was, like, by himself outside taking care of everybody. And the cops are inside, like, he's awesome. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the one, the cops the are one all cop inside like... watching through the windows. Yeah, like, the, one, oh my God. the one police officer was commenting on it. He's like, have you ever seen that movie where the guy, like, rolls into town <laughs> and he just wipes everybody out? Yes. He's like, we're in that movie right now. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't, I didn't talk about it because it, it really just brushes it off here real quick when it's like Madani shows up to let Frank know that Russo escaped. But there is like you do get to see like Billy escape. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this needs to be talked about because he is talking to his therapist right Krista Dumont his psychotherapist and she's pushing him to try to you know because he's not sleeping I think right he's not taking medicine Mm -hmm. to help him sleep because when he sleeps the dreams are there and that's what's bothering Mm -hmm. him she's like no 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 you have to she's like I know it's hard but you have to do this you have to like you know be able to take control of these things you take control of them you know we'll be able to you know maybe help you we'll be able to learn more and he does not want to do this. He gets really mad. He starts, like, shouting at her, and guards come in, and he beats up a lot of the guards, right? And then sort of semi-takes her hostage. Sort of. Right. 
and this is the thing that I just, I don't know. This, this is the thing that baffled me the most about this episode. I probably have the same opinion. Yeah. Is in his mask, (laughs) which is uh, like, everyone's going to notice this guy, (laughs) but then his mask has like designs that. So it's even more standout ish. And then he Mm -hmm. puts his hood up. No one has ever looked more suspicious Mm -hmm. than a dude close to a lady with his arm around her on one side and his other hand on her other arm Mm -hmm. walking through a hall with a mask on and a hood up. Yeah. Nothing screamed, I'm holding this woman hostage. Also, this is a stick up hand over all your money. She also looked tense. Yes. How did no one make make any (laughs) observation? It was insane. I'm like, okay, well, we are truly in a comic book right now. There's actually a guy that passes them, and he's like, hey, doctor. And she's like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) And he just keeps walking. I'm like, really? (laughs) You don't don't see that she's in trouble? Okay. (laughs) I mean, I (laughs) even, look, look, you can excuse maybe a couple people that know that she works with this guy, and he wears this mask, and maybe they're just, you know, going out for a stroll or a talk or something. I don't know. Maybe. But I feel like. All of the people who work there who don't know. Or just regular, you know, bystanders. But like, don't you think that the hospital, like, don't you think that a hospital would have some type of like plan if they have like a criminal, like a like like mm-hmm. an insane criminal yeah. in their hospital, like that everybody that works there has to be informed yeah. that this guy is there, right? You think? So I don't like, know. They should. He should not be out of his room. That was mind-boggling <laughs> to me. I don't know. And, and then he just, you know, he gets out and he runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he like, does ask her, you know, why didn't you scream? Yeah. She's just like, I and don't want you to get hurt. I want I to think I think she's in love with him. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to investigate that a little bit more in, uh, in the next episode. But I'm with you. I like this episode. Uh, but I was. I mean, look, they did do a really long, like, run-and-gun scene in the in the police station, mm-hmm. but not a, not a lot happened. So, the first two episodes were really about setting up, you know, re-reminding us about Frank, introducing us to these newer characters, and this episode was really just about, hey, here's the bad guy for the season, and we want you to know what he's capable of. And right. what the connections are. I uh, I mean, he's a weird guy, but he's also really creepy. So when he kills the other uh, assassin girl or whatever, mm-hmm. he is so nonchalantly choking the life out of her while reciting yeah. a Bible verse to her. Yeah. It is really disturbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's very calm about this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they uh, he he comes off as kind of a really creepy guy. So yeah, I always find like in any show or movie where they have like a villain that's like motivated by like a cult or religion or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that makes it even more creepy because they, I don't know, they're quoting things that are supposed to be nice. Yes, when they're doing awful, awful things, it's yeah, very weird. Yeah. Uh, yep. Doing horrible things driven by blind faith, I think, exactly. is scary. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, there's no tactile, like, something you can put your hands on motivation for what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's this, this guy just firmly believes with no other rhyme or reason uh, to suggest that he's right or wrong. Right. He just, he just believes it. Right, uh, exactly. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would say a, a good episode. Uh, we get a little bit of, like, we learn a little bit more about Rachel a little bit. I mean, outside of the fact that clearly she lies a lot and Rachel is not her real name. Uh, she's got a nice, like a, a nicer, like she kind of formed this relationship with one of the younger officers who gets shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's kind of, you know, she's not all sass and snark and, um, you know, whatever about her personality. You know, there's like a, a good person in there. So, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on episode three? Um, no, yeah, just a good episode, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, I still have answers, uh, questions. Yeah. Uh, so what would you give Trouble the Water? Ah, uh, 3.5. Yeah, that's a good score. Yeah. A three yeah. and a half for episode mm-hmm. three. Uh, all right, before we go on, uh, let's give a big thank you to the good people over at ThinkGeek uh, for supporting the show this week. Cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek, uh, or you can click the Support Us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, if you happen to be on the website uh, as well, we also have uh, a link there that you can click. But Cinemageekly.com slash Marvel takes you right to ThinkGeek's excellent selection of Marvel paraphernalia and I am looking at it right now and because I'm I guess it's because I'm going Aurora <laughs> but they have a fine selection if you're a, a Funko Pop collector they have a fine selection of Avengers Endgame uh, Funko Pops there's a whole bunch of these and I am going to actually you know what not look at these too much longer in case there's actually some sort of spoiler embedded <laughs> Like, uh, is there going to be some sort of suit uh, that I've never seen before? Yeah. I, I'm going to. I'm trying to avoid as much as possible. I've only got uh, 24 hours to go uh, to <laughs> avoid spoilers, so uh, it'll be treacherous. But I'm I'm doing my best to avoid. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, go there, uh, pick up some stuff. Uh, of course, you're going to win, uh, and of course, Think Geek will win, and we will win as well uh, if you shop. Uh, Think Geek using cinemageekly.com slash Marvel. Mm-hmm. All right, Aurora, let's talk about episode four. It's called Scar Tissue, and we get some more flashbacks. Although these ones aren't that far back in time. Uh, mm-hmm. It's flashback counseling sessions between Billy Russo and Krista Dumont as he tries to recover his memories and strength amidst his nightmares about a skull vest. It is revealed that he grew up in foster care and felt that the military was the closest thing he had to a family. In the present, Madani hides uh, Frank and Rachel at her apartment. Uh, Frank visits Curtis Hoyle, whom we remember from the first season, uh, I believe uh, a friend of Frank's, and ran the uh, the the vets group, right? That uh, mm-hmm. they could come and talk about their experiences. He... Frank visits Curtis uh, for information about Billy, uh, but the latter believes that their former colleague actually does have amnesia. He's not making this up. And 
You know what, Aurora? I'm pretty sure he does at this point. I don't think he's faking this. Really? Oh, yeah. that's where that's where you and I disagree. Oh yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he I don't think he is, but maybe he is. Maybe he's just lost his mind. He doesn't have amnesia, but he's just mm-hmm. gone crazy. Um, okay, so Frank recalls Russo telling him a story about being abused by one of his childhood caretakers, which he relays to Madani and Mahoney, with the former trying to find the abuser while the latter tries to follow her. Rachel uh, breaks down and tells Frank that she was a part of a group of con artists from Chicago, uh, and she had been paid by a Russian gangster to take pictures of a man kissing another man. After the job, the group is massacred while Rachel is out getting dinner for them, forcing her to flee. Meanwhile, Russo tracks down his abuser and kills him brutally. Uh, Rachel goes out and discovers Frank's history as the Punisher, and when she returns, she decides to tell Frank that her real name is actually Amy. Russo uh, also shows up at Dr. Dumont's apartment, asking for help, covered in blood. So, uh, a little bit more revealed in episode four. Aurora, how did you feel about it? My favorite part was that it was uh, revealed why... Billy Russo has that mask. Yeah. <laughs> he actually decorated it. He really decorated himself. And it was her idea. She's like, you know, some people find it helpful to, uh, and he's like, right. you want me to like color on this thing? Right. Like, but yeah. she says, she says, I want you to, you know, draw the face that you want people to see. And that's what he went for. Yeah. That's okay. Like the, that's a sign, right? <laughs> right. Draw the face you want people to like, you know, this is what you want people to see. And right. I mean, it would have been creepy no matter what he drew on it. Like if he <laughs> drew a very average normal face on that mask, it would have looked really creepy. I would have loved if it was like, you know, rainbows and unicorns and just <laughs> <laughs> just yellow smiley faces. Ne- neon pink, like just mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be amazing. Sparkles. But, oh, yeah, nothing. He went though. with a creepy Incomplete skull. (laughs) Incomplete skull. (laughs) That's the mood he was. uh, That's the mood he was aiming for. Uh, Yeah, that's what he wants to project. Apparently, but then I mean, listen. Then he's in a bus. Oh my goodness! (laughs) And they reveal his face. Yeah, like how his face looks. I thought it was gonna be way worse. It's not that bad. I thought he it was like half of his face was going to be missing. I thought mm. he was going to be like, you know, flesh falling out of it. Yeah, like Two-Face or something. You know, it's it, it's fine. He didn't, didn't need a mask. Yeah. I mean, look, he's going to have scars for the rest of his life. But They're... they look kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's got cuts. But you know what? <laughs> he is still a pretty handsome fellow. He is. This is going to be one of the, you know, the... This isn't exactly that exaggeration of like, don't look at my hideous face, and there's like one scratch. It's not it's not exactly that extreme, but it's way less severe than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Like to 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 look at his mask is to think like, oh my god, what's underneath? Yeah. And like underneath it's like I don't know, I mean, alright, alright. Yeah. You're, you're still you're still a good looking dude. It's... You're alright. <laughs> No big deal, dude. Whatever. <laughs> um, and 
the other thing I was going to say about this episode is the fact that Billy Russo kills two people in this episode. Yeah. Both people deserve it. Yeah. The, so the one guy on the bus yes. was an was absolute asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other and guy was a pedophile. Uh, yeah. A guy who <laughs> abused him as a child. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was talking to the guy and, and I and I was watching and I was like, I really hope Billy Russo kills this guy. I <laughs> we usually I, I really I, think we shouldn't be rooting for this guy for some reason, but here we exactly. are. Exactly. Like I usually don't root for the bad guy, but in this case, you know what? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, Billy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's happening, but you know, here yeah. we are. Uh we get more about Amy slash Rachel. I think she's gonna be Amy going forward though. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like what they showed with uh, her. I mean, obviously she's pretty vulnerable. She couldn't even she couldn't get comfortable laying on the bed, and she goes under the bed, which of course reminds her of what happened mm-hmm. uh, to her friends, and she breaks down. Uh, and then when she learns about Frank's true identity, instead of freaking out or being an asshole about it, she decides this is now a person she can trust. Mm-hmm. Um, like she knows what happened to him now. Uh, I mean, both of them lost the people closest to them. That the people closest to them were killed in front of them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, she can now completely relate and trust uh, Mm -hmm. Frank. So uh, I like that. Uh, We keep getting this vibe that uh, Madani is obsessed with Billy. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, because she's not on the Billy Russo case, but she keeps no. sticking her nose in the case constantly. Uh, this is like she's getting in trouble with this Mahoney fellow, the NYPD officer who's in charge of the case, uh, to the point where she actually goes to the scene uh, where he kills the abuser and is looking. Mahoney sneaks up on her or something, and she actually mm-hmm. shoots him. It's a good thing he's yeah. wearing a vest. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder where because at one point I was theorizing like oh maybe Madani turns and she's bad but now I'm really seeing this more like how you think with the his therapist yeah because at the end here I mean it, it the sentence ends with like oh he shows up covered in blood but that's not really where it ends with them she invites him in she, right. you know, is like, you know, here's the bathroom. You can, like, clean up and stuff. I mean, she is concerned about whose blood it is. Uh, and she does consider calling the police, I presume. Mm-hmm. But then decides not to. Right. So, I don't know. I'm I'm seeing it from your perspective. I still don't know. I, I don't know. I still, I think I'm on the side of he doesn't actually remember what happened. But. Uh, I mean, I feel like. There's some things that he doesn't remember, mm-hmm. but I do believe that he's still yeah amnesia sort a of jerk. yeah amnesia <laughs> to a degree sort of suggests that maybe he doesn't know who he is or whatever. But um, but I mean, can we? I mean, if we're talking, being honest right now, right? Like, if you're a therapist and one of your patients who is a criminal and escaped the hospital, yeah, shows up at your apartment, that's already creepy. Okay, mm-hmm. shows up at your apartment covered in blood, really creepy. And she's like, come on in. Yeah. 
Oh, I will okay? close the door, call yeah. the police. Yeah. Well, maybe at first she thought maybe something had happened to him. Uh, I will of... still close the door, call the police. <laughs> you stay right there. Don't move. Yeah. I will call the Double. police. Yes. <laughs> we have empathy and sympathy, but maybe not to the degree that his psychotherapist Yeah, I, I'm not going to get in trouble, too. Like, no. <laughs> Don't Aurora's like, look. Uh, I I like you as a person, but don't involve me in this. No, I don't. <laughs> I need to stay far away from this, please. I actually, like, I, I was so upset that he sits on her couch. And I was like, are you serious? He's covered in blood. <laughs> That's what I was and thinking, she, too. Like, and then oh. she got, she grabs his hand to lead him to the bathroom. I'm like, are you serious? Now, now the blood is in your hands, too. Like, what is this? You have no. Watched, what are you doing to I yourself? I watched too many Carino shows. I, yes. I watched too many Carino shows. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least she didn't take him to like the bedroom or anything like that. She's just like Here. true, true. You know, like this didn't make her fall in love with him. But uh, yeah. clearly, I feel like it's headed in that direction, right? Yeah. Okay. So, any other thoughts on uh, on episode four? Any standouts? <laughs> I mean, listen, what I'm going to say has nothing to do with the plot, but I am amazed at the apartments that all these people have. Oh, my. I mean, it's expensive. Like Medani's apartment? Really nice. Are you serious? I mean, I know (laughs) she's, you know, it's not like she's working for Burger King, but. No. I still can't imagine. Yeah, that looks like, you know, she's an actor on a TV show level. Yeah. Uh, and this, at the therapist apartment, I was like, "Are you? Are you for real?" <laughs> that's, so, that's such a big apartment in New York. She must you have so many expensive things. She must be a therapist for like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> like she's a therapist to the stars or something, maybe. Yeah, that's one of my pet peeves. Every time there's a TV show in New York, people mm-hmm. always have like the most amazing apartments. I'm like, that's not real. That's not true. Yeah, you need like a small. She's like, hey, guys, uh, I'm bringing you in. You guys can stay at my apartment, but it's, uh, it's just a studio <laughs> apartment with you one bedroom. You have to sleep on the floor. Uh, yeah, you have to sleep on the floor. <laughs> it's a studio apartment where my bedroom is also my living room. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys, one of you can sleep in the tub. Yeah. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen apartments in New York that have the toilet in the living room. Oh, my so, God. Yes, yes. I don't think I could do that. Yes, like studio apartments where the bathroom is in the living room with no walls. I've seen that. So that's why I'm so upset. I don't know know if I could live that way. (laughs) That's crazy to me. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm living, I I must be living too large here. Living in in luxury. In Midwest Michigan. (laughs) Living the high life. Um, (laughs) That's that's bonkers. But you know what? You're you're right. That is an excellent nitpick. I don't know how these people mm. can afford these places. Like yeah. Tony Stark, I get it. I get that he can afford one of these right. places. But right. like you know, your standard FBI agent or DHS agent or something. Uh, yeah, or just a regular you know regular therapist. Like yeah, no, no. way. <laughs> like they don't live in the city. They live like outside of the city or something. And they commute to work. right. Exactly, exactly. At least that's my assumption. Uh, anyway, any any other thoughts other than no way can they afford these apartments? No, I mean, I like this episode more than the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe because I got more clarification 
when a some of the things bit. are happening. Right, uh, um, right now I'm invested in the Billy Russo story. I kind of don't care at all about John Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Um, and I'm still, you know, a little bit confused with Amy and why she's so, you know, on board with following the Punisher mm-hmm. around. And the Punisher, like Frank is so okay with taking her everywhere. Like I don't understand the dynamic still. Yeah. Um, but I, at least we got some backstory on her and we understand a little bit more mm-hmm. of her, you know, her motivation. So I like that scene where she's explaining to him, like telling him what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause she had got tacos, I think. Yeah. Uh, for everybody. And she's like, I can't stand the smell of hot sauce now. Cause it mm-hmm. reminds her of that moment. I like right. that. I like that. There's like those, uh, those little, like those tiny little things that give, weight and truth to what she's saying. It doesn't feel like she's just, you know, it doesn't feel like the actor is just reading words from a page. Yeah. Uh, it kind of adds weight to it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I think everybody's kind of been there. Maybe not in a, all of my friends got murdered type thing, but you know, maybe the last time you ate something and then you had to like throw up or something. And it's like, Oh, the thought of eating that thing ever again, even if it wasn't the, cause yeah it's like i never want to eat it again like just the thought of it is reminds you of uh mm-hmm. the, the horrible moment uh i don't know i like that that felt really genuine i thought that was a nice little touch um i like this episode too uh more than the last one uh still not as much as like the first couple i think they did a really good job setting things up in the first couple of episodes but um yeah. i like this one uh as well what, what would you give scar tissue i gave this one a 3.5 too Okay. Even though I liked that a little bit more, I, I felt that I, a four was too too high. Ah, oh, well, that's why I employ the quarter numbers, and I gave this one oh, mm-hmm. three and three quarters. So okay, I'll I'll, I'll change it to that. Okay, three point seven five, everybody, <laughs> for scar tissue. Uh, all right. So uh, that's that uh, for this week's episode, talking about the Punisher. But fear not, we'll be back soon. Uh, if you're hanging out on the website. Check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can hear us come back next time and talk about more Punisher Season 2 on Netflix, Episode 5, called One-Eyed Jacks, and Episode 6, called Nakazat. <laughs>